You are listening to the Evolution Exchange Nordics podcast, bringing together the best technical leaders to talk about the industry, passions and challenges that they're facing. I'm Abby Stokes. I help businesses connect with tech talent and I'm your host for today's episode. Today, I'm joined by Jesper Sundin, Eric Limborg, Marco Spencer-LaRosa and Mickey Shirin to discuss why is a work-life balance important. Before we go deeper into the topic, let's work our way around the group with some introductions. So Jesper, would you like to kick us off? Yes, my name is Jesper, as you mentioned, and I have a family, wife and three kids, three daughters, and they are 7, 10 and 12 years old. And uh, we live in a house and uh, we like uh, skiing, bicycling, and windsurfing in the summer and uh, the summer house. And uh, I have a, I'm a part owner at a consultancy company called Trekki, and we are specialized in uh, QA area as well as, as product management. So we are having services as uh, test lead and technical testers and also scrum masters. And, and we have also uh, some uh, friend companies which uh, w- which have uh, full stack developers and so on. So that's a little bit about our company. And uh, myself, I'm working as a consultant at uh, Swedish bank SBAB in uh, in a contract as a test lead in a program test lead so we are uh, I'm, I'm coordinating uh, test activities uh, ex- exchanging a, a core bank a hypothek a mainframe a core banking system to sap core banking system so so i'm uh, coordinating and uh, also participating in some of, of uh, testing activities so it's a it's a large project in SBAB. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's a little bit about me. Thank you, Jasper. Eric, on to you next. Yeah, my name is Eric. I live in Bromma outside Stockholm with my family, wife and three kids. Um, usually we, on, when it's winter, we like to do a lot of skiing with the family uh, in the Swedish uh, Alps, if you call it like that, like Salen and Bromnes. Uh, I'm working at uh, a company called Snow Software as a global infrastructure and operations manager. And we are, this, I don't know if you're aware of Snow Software, but we are, we are, uh, we are creating a software called like SLM, for example, for licensing, uh, handling licenses, etc. So that's about me. Brilliant. Thank you. Marco, on to you next. Yeah. Hello. My name is Marco Svensson LaRosa, and I also have three kids. <laughs> so it seems mm. to be popular today. Um, and uh, I work as a tech lead and project manager at Sovos. Uh, as an American company, and uh, our business is basically taxes, tax compliance, tax determination, and so on as the software as a service. And I'm very happy to be here. Lovely, thank you. And last but not least, Mickey. Uh, hi, I'm Mickey Schreen. Uh, I work at Digital Sweden uh, since almost 12 years. Uh, we have have a couple of other names during the years, but now we are called Ticketist. Uh, I live in Salkodunas with three kids, <laughs> my wife, uh, two of the kids are my own, and one is a bonus, uh, but they're all 21 and 19 years old, so they're not kids anymore. Um, and I work as a tech lead for the Ticketist Net Service team. And we are passionate pioneers in open tech, and we try to combine consulting, collaboration, and finished products to increase the use of open technologies in the both public and commercial activities. 
So that's us. Brilliant. Thank you. So now that we've all gotten to know you a bit better and all about your three kids, um, we'll move on to the topic in focus. So you've all prepared a question about um, whether um, we've got a work-life balance and how important it is. Um, so I'll work around the room with each of your questions and you'll each have the opportunity to give your opinions and your experience on those topics. So first, we're going to you, Jesper, and you asked, what are the main ingredients you need in your life to have a good balance? So give us some context as to why you've asked that question today. Uh, well, I, I thought when I was invited to this uh, podcast, I thought what... Uh, uh, what is uh, together work-life balance, what is it all about basically? And, and for me, uh, I was thinking what are the kind of main topics or parts in my life that is important and how can I achieve balance between them and which are the ones that is kind of, what to say, main ingredients, <laughs> so to speak. So I thought it could be interesting to see uh, from one of each of you, what are your kind of main ingredients that you perhaps have found out uh, that you need to have some kind of balance if someone else did some of your uh, important things is taking out how would that affect the other parts that you need to have the balance so that was my question and uh, maybe I can elaborate a little bit more on that later on but maybe over to your thoughts about it. Brilliant, thank you. Um, Marco, I'm going to come to you first. Yeah, and I, I think that now I got so much used to to be able to work from home that I think flexibility is the, is the most important ingredient right now to be able to to choose where I work. Mm -hmm. uh, without, without that, um, everything becomes a little bit more complicated than organizing living kids at the kindergarten or uh, I have to run because I have another meeting later and all of that so flexibility is, is a is a great new addition from this unfortunate pandemic brilliant thank you eric we'll come to you next yeah it's a i think it's more it's i totally agree with uh, with marco of course uh, but it's also about uh, my my one of my oldest kids started in, started school two years ago and then we started get forced to have vacations when they're like sport love and that kind of stuff mm. so <clears throat> i think it's brilliant to actually work-life balance can also be take the break uh, in the middle of the season kind of uh, we never i have never been on like a leave on on the sport law or eastern and that kind of stuff before but uh, once we start doing that it feels really good to to charge the batteries in the middle of february go on a ski trip or whatever go to spain in the in the hustlovet etc so it's uh, that's also one thing to think about when it comes to work life balance take the break in the middle of the season absolutely um mickey yeah, there's, uh, all this have this balance thing is 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 hard for me, so that's what, where I wanted to be in this podcast to start with. Uh, now, but the main ingredients to uh, I think uh, pandemic itself did that more people worked from home, and, and uh, for me it was I've been working from home for for years. Uh, it's flexible. Uh, to be at the office or at home because I had before I had a long time to get to the office. It took my one and a half hour, so it's a little bit long to travel each day. But nowadays it's closer. But I think I would mostly focus on on my free time to have free time projects that's fun and I think it's giving me something. Uh, so I don't just go up into work. I always find interesting. So I need to find interesting things. Uh, outside work to get the energy and and have the fun in life, I think. 
that's a really important for me. Sure, thanks. Uh, should I go over to my 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 parts that I think it's important and and I when I thought about this uh, work-life balance, I, I thought that the of course it, it's all about uh, having kind of a balance between uh, different parts in your life, and and of course that can be totally different for each and every one. But uh, from from my perspective, it's uh, it's to to get some kind of a balance that having time for my family. And of course, I have uh, uh, have uh, the work itself that is a very very big part of, of my life, and and uh, and to actually achieve some kind of balance and to make me satisfied and happy with uh, uh, to actually be a good father and having a good time with my family and also perform well at work, I need to have some own time, as as you mentioned, Mickey. And uh, for me, and uh, during this, uh, or or basically. Uh, for me, it's the, it's a lot of uh, if I can do some exercise in some way that will brings me some kind of happiness. And uh, I'm trying uh, I'm trying to 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 get some own time uh, when I commute to work. So so I usually do a lot of bicycling from Enskede where I live to Solna, and so it will give me some kind of happiness one hour each day if I take my bicycle to to work. And and that will also give me so I can kind of perform well. So, but I, if I remove my own time from my kind of three major parts and and remove the exercising uh, and so on, then I will have some imbalance uh, in 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 work and family. So I need to get some work my own time, but uh, in in some way find it in an effective way. And that uh, if I can be happy when I'm traveling to work, then it's a, a good bonus. Basically, so that's uh, uh, that is my kind of uh, main areas in in life that I want to get some balance balance in, in how I can achieve it. Yes. Great. So, what do the rest of you balance with? Obviously, you've got your work. So, what kind of other things do you have in your life that you you want to balance with? Obviously, Jesper mentioned family and his own time. Um. So, what do the rest of you tend to add into your life other than work? Um, to try and get a balance, Mickey? Yeah, I think uh, my, my kids are so old now, so it just doesn't care about me socializing with them. Uh, so I, we try to do other things, but uh, I think uh, time with family is important, of course, uh, but um, they are coming to this age that they don't want to socialize with me. Uh, sometimes they do, so I don't, don't, shouldn't be harsh. Uh, but I think it's... Uh, to really, there are moments where nothing is fun. Uh, they're too stressful at a job or personal life that's sucky in some ways, you know, sickness or whatever. Uh, but always have something that's outside everything, like sports could be one thing, but one thing I'm not so good at. But, uh, but for me, it's reading and watching movies. That's something I can do. Movies nowadays, you can watch whatever you are, uh, and reading is even better because you just a paper book. I don't need a charger. So just sit down and take some five, 10 minutes sometimes uh, just to do something completely different. And then I also get ideas for work sometimes, but that's that's another thing. Great, thank you. What about you, Eric? Yeah, it depends on. I also charge my batteries with, uh, with the... Uh, Watching some uh, Netflix series or something like that—that's always uh, uh, always good. Uh, but uh, it depends on. I have three small kids, so it takes a lot of time for uh, from uh, 
for me. So it's uh, it's very easy to end up in this uh, kindergarten, uh, kindergarten work, kindergarten school, ki- and etc. etc. So try to break that from time to time. So um, you take the time and give yourself uh, some space and do uh, and do something else. Otherwise, you're in this uh, this wheel that goes on forever. Absolutely, Marco. Yeah, it's a little bit the same for me. I also have three small kids. It's uh, five, two, and well, two months old. And it's very difficult to find your own time because whenever you have a bit of your own time, then it's usually taking care of at least one of them. Uh, so once they go to sleep, then 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 that's basically the time that I I can take for myself or to I mean to be also with my wife. Uh, and I think this is a, a very difficult in this time when people move around so much. Uh, I I come originally from Italy and although I've been living now ten years since, uh, and. Uh, it is difficult when you don't have grandparents around or family members that can help you. So you're a little bit on your own. Uh, if you're sick, if you if you're tired, there is no one that's going to to come home, take care of the kids while you may be taking a nap. So it's it's a bit tricky, uh, and that's also part of the work-life balance uh, question. Mm-hmm. It's beyond the the work is is. Nowadays, for work, we also change city, we change country. Mm. My case was mostly for love, but yeah. Lovely, thank you. Does anyone have any final thoughts on this topic? Mickey, do you have a... No, I'm, I think we're... I can say more later on. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Lovely, wonderful. Um, so, Eric, we're going to come to you next for your question. So you asked, how do you find a balance during a day at home and how do you stop working? So give us some context as to why you've asked that question today. Oh, you're on mute, Eric. <laughs> Classic. Walter <laughs> <laughs> was just here, so I had to. But anyway, so, yeah, when I'm working from home, I tend to take the laptop with me wherever I go. Even if I have lunch or whatever at, at home, I take the laptop with me. I never get these natural breaks that I get at the office when I'm at the office. Uh, I'm there twice a week. And then you you go to the coffee machine, you take those breaks, you get a, you, know, you talk to some people at the office, pretty quiet still, but anyway. And, uh, but when you're at home, I feel that I always work. Um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's like you never get any break at all. Even if I take a coffee or something like that, I always bring, I always have my phone with me and, and that kind of stuff. And, Lunch, uh, lunch breaks as it was before. When, whenever I was working at the office, everyone was had like uh, 11:30 ish. Uh, everyone went out for lunch, and then it was a break. It was pretty quiet. No one sent an email or something like. That. But now, when everyone is working from home, people have lunch break breaks anytime during the day. It's like it can be like it's like it never, never, never stops when it comes to like uh, communications. So how? How do you do when you take breaks when you're working from home? Well, I can start if you want to. Uh, well, uh, it's a little bit the same as, as you uh, having experience, uh, Eric, but I, I basically don't have any breaks until lunch when I work from home. So it's like uh, just work until uh, because I usually have a lot of meetings and they uh, continue until lunch. And then, then uh, it's really good where I'm at the moment uh, my customer they are never like uh, having any meetings over lunch so that's good so so between 12 and one o'clock we usually don't have any meetings so, so it's a natural lunch break anyway so so i i usually so that is my first break basically and and i usually have a, a walking out uh, in my neighborhood and having a kind of walk and talk with my fr- colleagues and so on so, so i'm having uh, discussions with them what's going on in, the, in my business and so on. And then uh, then uh, in the afternoon, my kids are getting back 
uh, from school and so on or and I usually pick up my youngest one uh, so, so uh, I get some kind of natural ba- breaks uh, in the afternoon at least uh, uh, but but in general it's getting the coffee and just continue work and so on so so it's just uh, basically lunch break not not so much more so yeah Thank you, Jesper. Marco? Yeah, I think it's uh, more or less the same for me. Uh, also, I, I work for a global company, so uh, as we have different time zones, it does happen that I have to be very flexible with my lunch. Sometimes I, like I start to eat before 11 because I know that I have meetings and that coming two to three hours. And um, I think my breaks are very boring, like start the dishwasher or start the washing machine, <laughs> which is a, you know great that you can do it while you while you work. You just get up and click a button. Um, but I, I think that the, with the pandemic and with working from home, the breaks definitely got worse uh, in, in the work-life balance discussion. Um, before I used to go a couple of times a week to the gym, which was close to, to the office. And now apparently I don't have time to do that. I, suddenly work uh, like the entire day. So I, I cannot take that lunch break at the gym. Um, yeah, I think uh, it's a very good point And it's a question of how it will continue, if we will find a good balance or if this is the new reality that yeah, we are working more during the, the day. Great, thank you for that. Mickey? Yeah, more or less the same, I guess. Uh, but I have this rule. Um, uh, it's a Swedish author called Ivalo Johansson. He, had his flat next to another flat where he was uh, working. So he went into that, get out of his flat into the other flat and got to his typewriter and started to work. So I have this place at home that's uh, a desk that's dedicated to work. So when I'm sitting at that desk, it's worth. Uh, so, and I try to remember myself to not be at that desk at any time and uh, during the weekends or whatever, because that's the workplace over there. Uh, also, when, when I always try to remember, when I get to the kitchen to get a coffee, I leave my phone at the desk because that's the workplace. So I'm not going to take that with me. But I a little bit in between, of course, I turn on the dishwasher I, and all that kind of stuff also uh, during the work day. Uh, so and it's very fluid also. But I, if I keep that desk and keep my mindset that my desk is that wor- uh, my workplace, it's get better. If I try uh, start to move around, it get very blurry, and I also forget to take breaks because my mindset is the desk is work. I take a break. I go leave the desk. Great. I think that's something that I try to implement in my life as well. I mean. I was in uni a few years ago and, you know, being in a university hall, your bedroom is also your lounge. You've also got your bathroom in there. You've sometimes got your kitchen in there and you've also got your workspace in there. So having it all in one go, it was hard to get up from the desk, turn around and then have the relaxing time on the bed. So do the rest of you have separate workspaces from home? Do you have that luxury? Yeah, I have a own uh, room for my kind of a home office Kind of, so that's uh, where I can be, and and when I, my kids see that I'm in the meeting, they usually they won't don't want to be there. So that's that's good actually. That he- helps a lot. <laughs> so um, yeah, I have the same <clears throat> in the basement. So maybe I should uh, adopt to Mickey's uh, thoughts there. Just leave everything on the desk and and just uh, move away from it. Yeah, I think that was a great uh, 
idea actually so i will try try it out yeah. same same here i will not bring the phone next time i go get the coffee <laughs> you, you will be so stressed out you'll be like yes i'm thinking that I'm thinking actually I'm going to be stressed that I don't have my phone on me. I we're so dependent yeah. on these things. In the beginning, it's very hard. It's very <laughs> hard. Yeah. Oh, but I'll do it. I'll do it. I promise. Have, to have this <laughs> silent mode on the telephone so you don't uh, hear it. Do you find yourself checking your phone for emails when you're in personal life? Like, say, you, at the weekend, do you find yourself looking at, say, like emails or something on your phone as well? Yes, yeah, quite often. Yeah, exactly uh, the same. Yeah, I'm I'm on call every uh, fourth week, so I need to check my emails like between seven in the morning and ten at night uh, that week. Uh, so and also spills over a bit to next week that that behavior because you forget you're not on call anymore. So it's yeah too often. So why I leave it on the desk? Yeah. <laughs> you should try pager duty or something like that. Then you don't have to check. The phone will tell you when there is a problem. Uh, it tells me often. <laughs> Brilliant thing. Any final thoughts before we move on to Marco's question? Eric, are you satisfied with your answers? Yeah, yeah. You're thinking that when I leave, if I have the feeling that if I leave my stuff on the desk, and someone at that point try to contact me, they think that I'm probably watching Netflix or something when I'm not answering. <laughs> <So, laughs> that's that's also something. <laughs> but uh, yeah. No, that's good. Thank you. Brilliant. Lovely. So, um, Marco, we're coming to you next. And yours is kind of the same um, in terms of your hybrid remote working. So you asked, how does hybrid and remote working affect your work-life balance? Where is the border between the two? Um, so give us some context behind that question. Yeah, I think this is like uh, one of the big questions around uh, what is my company going to do? And many people ask uh, themselves, uh, are they going to work? Uh, are they going back to the office? Are they working remotely? Are they working hybrid? And uh, I mean, I, I talk to, to people from different uh, organizations and companies. Uh, yeah, it's a bit unclear how it's going to be. People are curious and, and they're wondering. And, and, and I think what they've learned so far, talking to people and, and looking also within our own company, is that um, uh, remote and hybrid work impact people very differently. Also impact organizations differently, and and I think that what people want is the choice, uh, is that the choice is still individual, that uh, the company is not going to tell them you have to work two days a week from the office and has to be Monday and Tuesday. I think people are trying are starting to to consider this also when they're looking for new jobs. Uh, do you support remote working to which extent? And and I think that's that's going to be a, a thing, a great benefit to have. And, and you can also see that those companies that are like enforcing a mandate to be back and work in offices, they, they get kind of a negative reputation. I think I read yesterday that Apple is backing down from their three-day mandatory presence in the office and they will keep it open for now. Um, I mean, I think personally that the remote and hybrid work has been great for me. As mentioned, I have three, three kids. Same, same as you, and uh, the time I say the time I save from going to the office and the convenience of working from home—it's just a great reason for me to continue like this. Uh, I do come to the office once a week. Today I'm in the office, um, but I get to pick the day, and uh, it's my—it's my decision actually to come. And I think it's great to meet those colleagues and taking those coffee breaks uh, without the phone and talking to actual people. Um, so that's nice. Um, but I also know people that are not exactly enjoying the remote work uh, situation, uh, especially those like living in uh, one room apartments. I think it takes a toll to, to live and work in the same space and have the luxury to leave the desk uh, 
uh, they they eat in the on the desk, they work on the desk, and it's uh, it's not the best situation. So ultimately, I think that everyone has different needs in terms of work-life balance, and uh, and I think companies need to understand this that, that this should be an individual choice. And I think that's going to be impact a lot on loyalty and retention among companies. I also like data, so I I, I looked up a survey from Microsoft that looked at. Um, uh, at uh, how the remote and hybrid working is impacting the free time. Uh, and it's a research actually that reflects perfectly my situation. Uh, so basically they found that uh, since uh, they went remote, this was a survey between April and uh, November 2020. Uh, like the average employee in Microsoft sent 42% more emails outside the working hours. And that uh, the time spent in Teams actually, like in Teams meetings, had doubled in just those months. And I, I really think I can relate to that. And I wanted to hear your opinion if you find the... Uh, that we are like overcompensating for compensating for the, for the lack of collaboration perhaps in the, on site in the office by just having meetings that maybe are not needed just to check how things are going or that horrible virtual fika or <laughs> virtual happy hour and virtual after work what do you think that's that's great i don't think anyone's ever brought some data to the podcast but i love it thank you marco um You're welcome. who <laughs> Who wants to start with their opinion? I can start. Go on. Uh, yeah, we, we recently got a new office. Uh, we even, our old office was like, we, we don't need it anymore. Nobody's there. Uh, so, and we got a new office. And since we got it, I've been here almost every day uh, because I'm so missed the social networking, networking and, and uh, also the travel time because I used the travel time to do my free time like reading or listening on something like so. uh, and uh, oh that was my colleague I had my door saying do not disturb but anyhow uh, yeah and um, but uh, we decided that uh, work is going to be hybrid from now for my team is that always been like that because we one of my colleagues are in Italy another one in long cellar that's up north in Sweden. Uh, another one in Jo, that's like middle of Sweden almost. Uh, and uh, we are two guys here around Stockholm. So a uh, small team and we really scattered around. We had one team member before in Spain and another one in Berlin. So we used to remote working. But now the rest of the company also is like, okay, uh, we survived. Uh, we got into new habits uh, and it also has in like, like spending time in meetings has grown because people need to socialize. So we just book a meeting to just check up on things, but maybe you don't need to. So I think, it, yeah, maybe unnecessary meetings have grown a lot also for us, I think. Yep. Great. Thank you, Mickey. Um, Jesper, we'll come to you next. Yeah, uh, I think uh, this hybrid solution that uh, also is uh, kind of approved now where where my uh, where I'm sitting at my customer. So it's like, uh, but they, they uh, like 50%, they want us to be at the office, but uh, that is suits me really well. And, and uh, actually this hybrid uh, way of working now has kind of improved my life a lot actually because it's uh, as you, we have as you have mentioned it seem, it makes it a lot easier to get the time with family and and all the kind of the family equation to to uh, to to 
work better for, for me and anyway. So my wife is also having the same kind of uh, option to work uh, partly from home. And, and so, so we're kind of sharing the time when, when I'm at home, she's at office and so on. So it will be, it helps a lot actually to get the, the family time easier to, to handle and, and to, so, so uh, from that perspective, it has been uh, a great imp improvement before, before actually uh, COVID uh, we were talking about it previously and, and we were like uh, when we had our kids in kindergarten and so on. So one was like taking off to work around half past six in the morning and so on. So, so that uh, she or me could get back to, to our kids early. Or otherwise, in or you got to work uh, real late and so on. So it was a, a lot of planning and how to get everything to work. So every, the one that was home early, uh, or uh, arranged with the dinner, and the other one came came home after dinner. So I think this uh, hybrid uh, um, option that we are allowed anyway has helped me a lot. And and um, uh, I mean, and I think also we have the same experience that it. it tends to be a lot more meeting when, when you're working uh, from home or uh, compared to perhaps when you're sitting together in the same area at, at the office. So it, it tends to be that uh, all day are like fully booked with meetings, basically. So you need to, but I think it, it's good where I'm sitting at they we have some time. We don't basically have any meetings after four o'clock and we don't have any meetings at lunch. So we have some kind of a, uh, like, not really rules, but everyone is kind of following them. If you need to have some meeting over lunch, you apologize for the ones and you don't actually uh, or book any meetings after four o'clock uh, in the evening. So, so, so I think it works out pretty well uh, at my customer. Uh, so, so, well, basically it has improved my life. Um, yeah. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, Eric, we'll come to you. Uh, to, I totally agree with uh, Jesper. And I also think that the, the family, the kids can feel it as well because parents are less stressed in the morning. I can leave kids at school at eight and be at work eight, five past. So it's mm. like, and it's like, I never, I never get stressed out when it comes to, I need to catch a subway or something like that. I can always be a little bit more relaxed in the mornings. Mm. And also when I pick up kids uh, from school, my days are actually much longer now because I can stretch it like almost until like 4.30 before I pick someone up because I am I can go to the school and pick them up from from my home instead of, instead of commuting, which takes almost, it usually takes some time to commute when you do it in Stockholm. So, and that means that I can stay longer at my workplace as well. So my days are, even if I leave and pick up kids on the same day, I still have eight hours to go, including that I don't have any breaks and et cetera. So I have no lunches. So it's like, it's very, very efficient in that way. And as you, we discussed before, everyone can uh, kind of, yeah, everyone has the same feeling that you work a lot more when you're at home. But uh, so you, it's very efficient to have that uh, balance, I would say. Absolutely wonderful. Marco, any final thoughts? No, no, I think uh, I think it was interesting. Good, I'm glad. Lovely. Um, so we're going to come to our last question from you, Mickey. And you asked, what can you do when you feel like you're failing to reach a balance? Um, so give us some context behind your question. Yeah, <clears throat> I first want to confess that uh, I'm not really good to keep this balance. Uh, I'm failing a lot. Uh, one of the reasons is also my, one of my, what I do in my free time is almost the same I do at work sometimes because I also like to do the same things more or less in my free time what I do at work. 
And so an old programmer, so sometimes you know, oh, learn a new language or something else to keep my brain intact or something. But, but also sometimes the, the borders seem to like fall apart and may, maybe my wife is going away for a week somewhere. Oh, okay, now I have a, I can work on the evening also. And then you suddenly get into like this, uh, failing uh, also i've been working on on call so sometimes when having a dinner and uh, oops some some something is up with uh, integration somewhere or something is down and uh, and well, okay i need to leave now so bye uh, so uh, also the stress in work could also affect my personal life if i have a stressful uh, period or uh, we have some kind of release and that really can bring things like what what's what is free time with the work and it's just work is everywhere and yeah and get to travel to sleep and yeah horrible <laughs> that's the context <laughs> <laughs> thank you mickey um so eric we'll come to you first this time yeah it's uh, some parts are that found a bit tricky in the, in the same context is that when you're for example before when you were office based and when you were sick for example you actually stayed home because you didn't want to to be rude to your colleagues whatever but now people seems to work even if they are almost like half dead they're sitting i see i'll be sitting in meetings with people actually have covid at the same time and they were like they're, i can see they're suffering and they're like no it's fine i'm just uh, i mean, i'm just uh, 39 degrees fever but i can work and they like they never take the they never take take their the time to actually rest uh people are working all the time and also uh Working from home with sick kids—that's also a challenge. When you are before you, maybe you took uh, well the the Bob day when you take care of the the children and you when they are really sick. Now you're working with the kids and you are trying to have meetings and they are they want something from you. You're home with it. They are sick and it's like that's that's a really tricky part I think with that when it comes to failing around the work-life balance. You never take the, the opportunity to actually take one of those days off when you're sick or, or whatever that you might need. So it's, uh, that's a tricky part. Great, thank you. Marco, we'll come to you next. Yeah, no, I was thinking from another perspective. I, I work for, for, for a global company and, and my issue was always late meetings. Like my colleagues in the US, they start to work at three o'clock in the afternoon for me. So I don't have the luxury to say, well, after four o'clock, no meetings. Because then it would leave me only one hour to to talk to uh, to most of them. Let's say one third of my work is, is usually with someone from the U.S. Um, and and before when we were going to the office, then then I was extremely stressed because I had to run from the office, go pick up the kids, come back home, and then have a meeting with my colleagues. Now I have, I mean, it takes me ten minutes to go pick up the kids and come back. And it, it's definitely been less tricky for me on that side but i agree i also had meetings with people that were completely sick and i was like man just go rest don't have to work uh, so so i can see that yeah. and the part with kids i think it was more tricky at the beginning um especially with, like we, we have um, i have uh, colleagues in the in the uk and they both work in the same company so they, they work in, in, in the company i work for and when like when you have a kid home that is sick and you work from home I mean, there is no way to escape. The kid is going to cry next to you while you have a meeting. Uh, that, that's that's definitely tricky. And then that's up to the stress level of having proper uh, also, also work balance in that sense. Yeah. Great, thank you. And Jesper? Uh, yes, when, when I 
uh, how how do I find when I'm kind of failing and so on? I I have a kind of a, also at uh, at the two times in particular got the really high stress level at at work and when we're perhaps getting close to releases and so on. And I I have in general my my general thought is that if if I do a lot of exercise and so on, it will reduce my stress level. But uh, I have actually found out that uh, these two times in particular, it was not a good option to add even more exercise because when you're doing exercises and so on, you also add the stress to your body, I, I think. <laughs> um, for me, it's, it's, it's that way anyway. So if, you, if you're kind of pushing the limit in work and also, but now I will compensate that with putting in a lot more exercise. That was actually pushing myself over the limit. So it was a few times where I kind of get some uh, chest pain and so on. And I asked, uh, I called uh, um, 1177 and they said, well, I think now it's not the time to take the car to the emergency room. You need actually to call the, either the cab or so. But anyways, so I was checking up uh, with uh, at the emergency and, and uh, they said uh, it was no uh, no problem at all, basically. So everything was fine, but it was probably you. you it was uh, due to stress, basically. And uh, the suggestion was that when you're really stressful, maybe you shouldn't also add other uh, stressful uh, parts like exercising. So now I actually it was a long time ago, so I so I, I know myself a little bit better so if i know that now it's a really stressful part at work or time at, at work maybe i should slow down a little bit on the exercise part and so on but uh, of course it's always hard if you, if, if you are in a long long time at work where it's stressful then you i think you need to uh, make some changes so you can get out of it because it's not uh, so health, health healthy but um, but in general uh, this flexibility has improved and it was uh, before the pandemic that I was into this situation where you need to go to work and so on. You had a lot of stress and maybe the kids were sick and you had to uh, you had to get this puzzle uh, to, to be laid and so on. So it was really it was a, it was more stressful, I think, before the uh, hybrid solution where you can actually have uh, more flexibility and uh, it was a little bit more close calls <laughs> by then, <laughs> but that is not uh, really happening now. So I think um, I know perhaps myself a little bit more where my limits are now. So, yeah. Great, thank you. Any final thoughts? Yeah, it's it's hard uh, it's, um, being sick and I, I, I can work, uh, but as like, like you said, uh, I sitting in meetings with like half dead people like coughing and, and have uh, different uh, spots on the face. But what are you doing here? <laughs> You're lying in bed. It's like, like God. It's, and, and people having like small kids at home and, and working. I had this situation a couple of weeks ago. One of my colleagues son come up to the video camera and just stared at it angry like go away <laughs> i need my mom <laughs> so yeah it's a little bit harder with uh, hybrid working to combine because we we do our best to still work but it's a little bit uh, interesting also but uh, maybe it's just good some if you are sick don't work that could be the general rule i think okay yeah i was actually thinking that um it's great how people were actually understanding on the situations. Um, 
I mean, I, I could see that the meetings were not excellent, like with, with people that had the sick kids at home or they were not feeling right, but, but still people appreciated that, that there was an effort. And I think, yeah, I think this uh, kind of not everyone of how different situations we have, like in, in a company with employees and their situation. Perhaps they don't have anyone to leave their kid or to get help. And and I also think we are still very, very lucky that we are able to work from home and that we are able to, uh, usually who works in tech has come, has a, a good level of salary that does not need to feel the stress to, to, okay, I have to work. Like there is a decision, okay, well, although I'm a little bit sick, I'm going to work. Uh, some people maybe do not have that luxury. So I think this is still a, a great sector to work in. And yeah, it's a great benefit. Yeah, agree. Totally. I agree as well. Yeah. I, I was uh, also thinking about it, just being able to, to talk about that. Uh, how do you achieve uh, work-life balance? That's uh, basically a luxury itself. Uh, how, how do you achieve a work-life balance? Because uh, a lot of people doesn't even they maybe just need to have a lot of work and it, it doesn't uh, give them the opportunity to have some kind of a balance so, so having this talk uh, talk is uh, kind of a luxury that you can be able to identify what is a work good work-life balance for you so that's good i agree absolutely wonderful well i'm going to ask you a big question to finish on then um, so, do each of you feel like you've got a work-life balance at the moment? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Uh, it's work in progress, but better than before. So. Mm. Good. I'm glad. Wonderful. Um, well, we'll leave it there. Um, I'd like to um, thank each of you for joining. So, Eric, Mickey, Marco and Jesper, um, thank you for providing your insights and your experience. And thank you for listening as well. If you would like to get involved in one of our upcoming podcasts, reach out to me on LinkedIn or by email at abby.stokes at evolutionnordics.com. See you next time.